Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, everybody. This is John Driscoll from Young and the Restless, the new Philip Chancellor IV. You are listening to Buzzworthy Radio right now with Novell. Stay tuned for what's coming up, what's happening, what's going on, and what will be coming up, what drama to be expected on your favorite soaps. Listen in. Hi, welcome to a new episode of Buzzworthy Radio here on blogtalkradio.com and on buzzworthyradio.net. It's Tuesday, August 24, 2010, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on your computer. I'm Navel J. Lee, your host of this show. In about 15 minutes' time, we're going to be joined by the wonderful Melissa Archer, who plays the role of Natalie Buchanan on the ABC Day Times, One Life to Live. So she'll be joining us in about 15 minutes. So make sure you guys have your questions and everything ready for her. You can call in at 646-595-4228. We have a chat room up and running, so if you want to ask your questions in the chat room as well, definitely do so there in the chat, as well as on Twitter. Definitely hit us up on Twitter with some of your questions and comments at Buzzworthy Radio. So there's plenty of options for you to choose from, so definitely uh, let's... uh, Get the ball rolling with that. I'd love to hear what you got to say to her. So, yeah, one fifteen, she'll be with us on the line. A uh, couple of couple of quick uh, things before we get right down to business. Uh, last night, we had a little impromptu show. Can I call it impromptu? I'm going to call it impromptu, only because here's a little rundown of what happened last night. I come to find out maybe about a few hours later that I was going to be talking to Michelle Stavard. I loved her to death, and I was like, oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wow. So it was it was pretty much a last-minute show, but it was a great turnout, so, but I was happy. I was happy with it, and Michelle Stafford is great, fantastic. So she actually was a guest on the show last night, for those of you who were not aware, and if you want to listen to that show that we had with her, you can always download it um, here at our website at blogtalkradio.com slash buzzworthyradio. Um, it's not on the official website yet. Uh, it will be It will be very, very shortly. So uh, make sure you guys tune in for that. Uh, um, so listen to that show. Also yesterday morning we had on Cody Rose from the WWE. He stopped by for like a few moments to discuss his uh, guest spot on the sci-fi original series, Warehouse 13. So definitely take a visit to that show as well. So both of those are on the Blog Talk Radio site right now. They're not on the official website yet. So um, you'll be able to download them off of here. So definitely check those out. They were really great shows. I loved both of them. So it was it was a great time. So definitely check those out. Tomorrow we have another doubleheader with two shows. Uh, first up at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, we have 
Lane Davies, who many fans remember as Mason Catwell from NBC's former soap opera Santa Barbara. He's now cast in the web series The Bay, which is set to premiere on Blip.tv and on TheBayTheSeries.com on September 15th. At 7 p.m. Eastern, our second show will be with that of Martha Byrne, who played the role of Lily Walsh Schneider on As the World Turns for several years. And she'll be joining us as well tomorrow night at 7 p.m. So I definitely want you to check that out, too, because, you know, we're also going to be losing uh, World Turns on the 17th. We have less than a month before we have to say goodbye to another show that has been a part of our lives for over 50 years on on CBS, you know. Whenever I hear any show, no matter what it is, even if it was, like, one of my favorites or anything like that, um, any 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 soap opera that's leaving the canvas, you know, it's very upsetting. It's very traumatizing because you know one one down, you know, now we're only down to so many shows now on each of the three networks that air them. It's very it's a very difficult thing. So I I'm looking forward to definitely uh, talking to Martha about uh, her time on the show, her favorite moments on 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 World Turns, and sharing some of her thoughts about it. So. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great time tomorrow. Um, hopefully, you guys will be able to check both of those shows out. And again, if you can't listen to the shows live, you will be able to download the shows at a later time, either on this website, our official website, or on iTunes. Yes, we are on iTunes, so you can definitely check that stuff out. So definitely, um, definitely be here. Definitely be here tomorrow. It's gonna be a great time and. Uh, Hopefully we'll get to hear from a lot of people from tomorrow, and hopefully we'll get to hear from a lot of you today as well. I'm seeing that um, some questions are um, being asked in the chat room. How do you listen to the How do you listen to the show? Well, you, if you are um, Xanadu, if you are um, if you go to uh, blogtalkradio.com/slash/buzzworthyradio and you basically click on uh, listen live now. There's like a little button there. It should allow you to listen to the show directly live while you're in my chat room. So I, that's how you should be able to listen to it. If it's not listening, if you're not able to listen to it on the default player that's on the page, you can definitely open it in Windows Media Player if you click on the default player link in the in the player. So there there's that option. Um, so... Again, if you're having problems listening that way, always you can always try refreshing, or you can always try playing it in Windows Media. So you have those two options to go for you. Um, okay, good. You were able to get in. Very good. Very good. Glad to hear it. So that's great. Um, so yes, please definitely shoot us more of your questions here in the chat room at Buzzworthy Radio on Twitter, even on our fan page on on Facebook. We have a fan page called um, Buzzworthy Radio. So if you want to shoot some questions over there, do definitely definitely do so. I have not watched any shows yesterday. I didn't watch any soaps yesterday. I, I, did I miss anything yesterday? I, as anybody can tell me, I have not. I've not been able to watch anything. All I've been able, I've just heard some bits and pieces about what I should be tuning into. All I'm going to say is that make sure you watch One Life to Live this week. I, that's all I can say. All I can say about it is if you watch One Life to Live This Week, you are in for a great jam-packed rest of the week. You're going to love what's going to be in store for the rest of the week. That's all I can tell you. I can't say any more than that. 
you're going to be seeing some great performances, and I think I think people will be I think people will be intrigued. I think people will be talking about the storyline from what I heard. Um, so I think you definitely should watch it. That's all I can say. I can't say anymore. I can't say anymore. It was all snoozeworthy. Really? Really? It was all snoozeworthy this past week? Oh. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know much. I don't know much about what had happened this week on the shows, but I definitely have some catching up to do with a few things. I have to watch um, all of CBS Daytimes from yesterday. I did die, though. I died. I did finally got to see the garbage sex scene between Phyllis and Deacon that we were talking about last night. I finally got to see it. That was hot. I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. That was, that was hot. Never in my life would I ever thought that I would actually get aroused and turned on by garbage sex. Wow. I mean, they went full frontal with that. That was, that was badass. If anybody see it, if anybody has seen it, I thought that was pretty badass. That was great. That was great. Pure smut in its in its in its entirety, which was a great thing. Uh, so that uh, I thought that was I thought that was wonderful. That was great. It yeah, it was dirty. That's the point of it. If you're doing it right there by the uh, by the garbage dumpsters, you expect it to be dirty. But like 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 Cinnabon said, hot is hot, and that's certainly what it was. Mm. You really don't have sex scenes like that anymore on any any soap. That's the thing right now. You don't have anything like that on a soap right now. And why not was able to do it? So there it is. I was glad they were able to do something like that. So it was great. Loved the scene. Definitely made Weinar worth watching yesterday probably for a lot of people. Uh, I have not watched no, I have not watched the uh, what if uh, the what if episode for this week yet. I I haven't seen it yet. I definitely wanted to take a peek at that one between what if uh, Blair Kramer met Tad Martin. I did want to see that. I haven't got a chance to look at it yet. I probably will be watching it right after the show is over and uploading it to BuzzWordRadio.net. I have not seen it, uh, but I heard it was very good. I, the one I'm really anticipating is the one between what if uh, John McVay met Sam McCall because I was a huge Caleb and Libby fan. I'm a huge, huge Caleb and Libby fan when they were on Port Charles. Love those two together. And I really want to see how this is going to play out. Especially, I thought it was cute, the little inside joke thing in the elevator where they had a Caleb and Libby poster. Quick nod, quick nod to us poor child fans who was a fan of this coupling. The same, but I really, I really am looking forward to seeing that one. I think that's the one I've been most anticipating. Hmm, I'm getting differences of opinion about the Blair Todd one. Some thought it was cute, some didn't like it. They thought it was, they were very disappointed. Why, Cinnabons? Why are you disappointed of it? Is it because that uh, it was a singing episode or? Uh, what was basically what was your uh, this taste for it is probably my uh, best word for it. It's it's John and Sam, it's Michael and Cal. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Xanadu, you weren't you weren't impressed with it either. Like, what what was some of your uh, what was your why weren't you impressed with the uh, Blair and, and and Pad one? Like, what was the main reason why you were very displeased with it? 
I think the only reason why I thought that it would probably be good is because, you know, Cassie is a singer, and I've seen Cassie sing, and especially in person. Love love her and her singing voice. Oh, you were talking... Oh, okay, you were... Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Okay, you were referring to the John and Sam one where you got to see it a few days early with sneak preview. Okay, I got you. Uh, they do upload those, um, I think, every Wednesday before they air. Um, so... I'm going to have to check that out. So, mm. Cassie sings too much. I want Well, yeah, yes and no. Yes and no. So, honestly, I haven't seen her sing this year. I haven't. But, uh, the John and Sam one. Now I have to get back to that one before we get her here. She'll be here with us in three minutes. I have to get back to the John and Sam one before we pick her up on the phone. Um, what was it that you saw about the John and Sam one that basically was like so boring? It was very, uh, it was very disappointing. Was it because of the fact that they weren't acting like uh, John and Sam? It sounded like you were saying like they were acting more of Michael Easton and Kelly Monaco in the scene. That's pretty much how that rolled out instead of acting like John McBain, Sam McCall. Or was it more or less the fact that they weren't acting like maybe Caleb and Livy? Or, or, you can't act like Caleb and Livy. They were vampires towards the end of the run. Uh, but more or less, I meant as far as their chemistry was concerned. But, mm-hmm, I have to check it out because, again, that was the one I've been most anticipating throughout the entire What If series is because of those two just to see how they would interact with each other. Uh, my issue was that is not at all in their characters now. It was all a wink at the fans, which is fine for us, but not for me. But it was ill-conceived. That's what I heard. Didn't get to see it, though, so I can't judge. And he should act like a vampire. <laughs> uh, can, can one life to live handle a vampire? That's my question. What do you think? I mean, seriously, do you think that one of those can handle a vampire? I wonder if General Hospital itself can handle a vampire, even though Caleb did make a crossover to General Hospital when they were doing the nurse's ball for its final time before we didn't have a nurse's ball anymore. They should bring that back, by the way. I'm just saying they should bring that back, but uh, they definitely... Uh, I don't think I don't I don't know if I can picture One Life to Live having a vampire. I don't even think I can picture General Hospital having a vampire. So I don't know. But enough of that for now, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for uh, waiting with us. Uh, right now we are about to bring on Melissa Archer, who uh, plays role of Natalie on One Life to Live. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, I am doing fantastic. Thanks so much for doing the show today. Absolutely, thank you for having me. Oh no, no doubt about that. We have to, because you know, we have to talk about this storyline that you're in, which is like a freakishly amazing, because <laughs> it just seems like. Let me, let me, let me, let me backtrack here for those of you who don't know about this character. She busted onto the scene in 2001. Watching her, I'm thinking that she's probably so sickeningly, innocently sweet. But then all of a sudden, that kind of did a 180 on me, and then she became an evil little bitch, <laughs> which I like. 
I like that. Don't get me wrong. I like that because, you know, she came in and basically wanted to reclaim her uh, family seat in the Buchanan uh, household. And uh, it just seems like Natalie is kind of maybe getting back to the uh, mischievous ways a little bit with what's been happening recently, which is what we're, we're pretty much enjoying right now. So it's a great story that you're doing right now. I just wanted yeah, to say that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. I mean, you've, you've been through so much, and uh, your character has been through so much in the town of Landview since 2001. I mean, uh, you have uh, been in so many relationships with Christian and John McBain and, and uh, Jared Banks, and now you just your character just now basically just hit the snag with uh, uh, Brody, played by uh, Mark Lawson, who we all love here on the show, by the way. He's a fantastic actor, and now is pregnant. Uh-huh. She's pregnant. She's she's got a bun in the oven. Oh, gee whiz. <laughs> oh, no. Who's my baby daddy? Mm. What's Jessica going to do when she finds out, right? I know. <laughs> that's I mean, crazy. That's, that's, what, that's what's so interesting about the story is because there's so many relationships involved. You know, the John and Natalie, the Brody and Jessica, the Jessica and Natalie, and, you know, the whole family. I mean, it's, there's there's so much turmoil that can be brought into this by whatever may happen and what comes out. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. I was like, yeah, that's true. John and then John and Natalie, because you know we have a lot of John and Natalie fans here, which we actually had a question in the chat room, uh, basically before you came on the show, saying um, if uh, we may see uh, John and Natalie somehow get back together uh, in the not too distant future. I should say. Hopefully. We are, together. we are together. Or, well, they should stay together. It's pretty much how she put it. Stay together. Um, well, that I couldn't tell you because, um, you know, future hasn't been told yet. But, uh, I mean, I think right now they're they're doing, um, uh, what am I trying to say? They are, they're together. They love each other. They're, you know, at this point, Mm-hmm. Well, actually, he doesn't know yet, right? On this, yeah, he doesn't know. He um, doesn't know yet. That hasn't aired yet, no. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of really nice scenes throughout this pregnancy, and um, you know, it's going to be there's going to be a lot that Natalie's dealing with underneath it all, of course, for for what's going on. But um, I think that there's a really nice there's a lot of opportunity that you get to see. Um, some really nice touching scenes between John and Natalie. As well as they get to work together a lot, which, hey, that's fun. Okay. Very good. I like it, Matt. And then the next the next question that we had from Sweetie1300, um, they basically said that the Brody and Natalie one night stand was triple hot, was triple hot, and was shocked at how smoking it was. And they wanted to know, what did you think when you saw the script that your character was going to sleep with Brody? Um, you know, it was funny because I was kind of like, oh, interesting twist. <laughs> but, I mean, it was, it was, the way it was done was lovely because it was a very unplanned, unthought of uh, thing. It's not like there was some sort of thing developing between Brody and Natalie. It was, you know, two people who had just gone through an awful feeling of loss towards the one that they truly loved and 
they were drunk and uh, and try to feel no pain, and, and, and they were able to confide in each other. They were friends, and as they're confiding and they're drunk and all these things happen, you know, the moment led mm. to crazy like you just you can't you can't think of anything else. It's just like you know you just you're just going through the motions. I mean, uh, Natalie just lost Jared, and and Brody kind of just thought she lost he lost Jessica and everything. And you know you just basically you're just like getting yourself plastered, and then all of a sudden things it happen. Even, it was even more than that. I mean, Natalie had lost Jared, but then she had just gotten you know just basically asked John to meet her at Brody's at midnight, or else you know she was leaving going to London. And uh, he didn't show up, and then she goes to his office and finds out that, you know, he's over there making out with Marty and figures out that this obviously, or she thinks anyway, that that, that that is that he's made his choice. And so she feels like, wow, I have nothing left. I have, my sister's not her normal self anymore. My The guy I want to be with obviously doesn't want to be with me. Um, the only friend I have left in this town is Brody, and, I mean, i got to leave. There's nothing here for me anymore. And she right. goes... And she's really, really drunk. She, she she literally goes there to get a ride to the airport. Um, and, in fact, she got a ride in another way. But whatever. Um, you know, she, uh, you know but she, she went there just, just innocently. And they, But the thing was is that they both had this, this yearning for connection because they were grieving. So, not grieving, but I guess mourning this loss of, of what they both wanted so badly from someone yeah. else. And they were just, they basically comforted one another a lot. Definitely. And comments are swirling as well, saying you've been amazing in this storyline. And it's true, you have been. And uh, they wanted to know if you're going to have some happy moments during the pregnancy in in the storyline. And, of course, everybody wants to know if we'll ever see John and Natalie Lussies again because they think you're the best couple on the show. Well, thanks. as far as nice moments with John and Natalie, yes. I, I think um, there's plenty of happy moments. Uh, and there's happy moments for Natalie in this pregnancy, despite the other things that are going on, because it's, it's, it's a back-and-forth thing. There's a, lot, there's a lot going on, but there's also this wonderful thing that happened to her, and there are moments that that wonderful thing can make her very stressed out, and there are other. But, you know, much like I'm sure a pregnant woman that does know who the father is and is happy about it, they're going to go through stress. She's just got a little extra stress that um, maybe most people don't have to deal with. But, um, but yeah, she she does have wonderful, wonderful moments throughout this pregnancy. Absolutely. And we're not even done that yet, so um, I'm you know I'm sure there'll be yeah. more. Oh, absolutely! If there wasn't, there wouldn't be a step, right? How mm. how? <laughs> Throughout 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 your time on One Life to Live, I want to I definitely want to know this. What was your favorite storyline to play out on the show? Um, gosh, there's so so many. Um, I was just thinking about this the other day. Um, I don't know. I kind of I you know it's weird. I I love <laughs> there's so many that I love. I loved um probably the whole uh, reveal. Uh, with Vicky and uh, with Natalie to Vicky and to Clint, um, and very beginning there was something very exciting, probably because it was you know my first you know I get to have a major run in with you know the the woman on our show that you know like you just look up to her and you know and like she being my mom and you know and, and I didn't know anything of what was going on like as it kept unfolding I was finding out more and more information and 
and going, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. But it was so fun, I think, to play with no, um, I don't want to say morals, but in a way, kind of no morals. And, and, like, the whole sneaking around with Seth and all of that, yeah. that was a lot of fun. And, you know, I'm not saying it's not fun after Natalie became good and she's still feisty and everything, but there was something really exciting about playing something where you totally didn't have to think of the consequences of the character because she was just like, you know, this is it. I don't begin at all. And, uh, you know, but I'm glad that she's learned, and I'm glad that she's grown up, and I'm glad that she's um, taken to her, her mom, even though Vicky didn't raise her, and that she's learned a lot from her and her sister and her father and all of that. It was it was it was a crazy it was crazy um, uh, as I was saying before uh, you showed up uh, that when your character was first introduced and that it was announced on the show that uh, Allison Perkins um, did not uh, return the original baby and everything and that it was actually your uh, it was actually you that was actually um, that was. Uh, born to to Vicky and everything. I, I kind of thought that that's a great storyline, but imagine the backlash that would have came from that, you know, originally from that, from the whole entire storyline. And then when they decided to make the characters twins, that kind of, I felt, may have made Natalie in the more of a reprieve on, onto the show because you know, I kind of felt that as soon as they became twins, I kind of saw Natalie in a more of a, a heroine type. Right. Do you think? Do you think? Um, possibly, quite possibly. I mean, you know, I I love, I just loved all the twists that came with all of that story. And of course, it's just, you know, one story after another that's built off of that original thing, at least for my character. So that's why I think it's it's a lot of fun. But I also like the fact that you know she still has she still holds the roots. You know, she still um, has that feisty, crazy side of her from Roxy, and um, and she's got that fighting spirit in her. And I do like the fact that she's super passionate. It'd be nice if once in a while, no, I'm kidding, um, that she learns from her mistakes. But no, I actually like the fact that there's a, there's a really, really human quality to Natalie because there's a lot of people who it takes a very long time for them to learn from mistakes. And that's more human nature than all of us just learning and being perfect. I mean, it would just be a very, very, very boring world. Um, and I think she, she tries. You know, she really, really does. She tries and she has the best of intentions most of the time. It's just, unfortunately, she's always caught in this very bizarre situation, and she just doesn't know which way to go. And she's damned if she doesn't, damned if she doesn't, you know? Yeah. She tries to do the right thing, but she goes about it the wrong way. It's pretty much how I see Natalie. Exactly. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a really interesting thing, because what would you do if you were in those predicaments? I mean, because they're usually pretty big predicaments. It's not something small. And it's not common for all of us to typically go through these things, um, although they, you know, I'm sure can. But anyway, what would you do? I mean, it's really hard to say what a person would do because a lot of people, you know, when you're trying to protect multiple things, you don't always make the right choice. You just grab a choice and go for it. Yeah, exactly. And, and one of the – no, go ahead. Go ahead. I said then you got to commit. Okay. And then – one of the things I would, I hope we can anticipate seeing in the storyline, which uh, I know a lot of people love the relationship between Rex and Natalie. Uh, I would love to see some interaction with them in, in regards to this, as well as Roxy and, and this entire storyline. Is, is, are we going to see more of Roxy coming up any anytime soon, interacting with Natalie at all? Hopefully. 
maybe? I don't know. Um, I don't even remember what I've played so far. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure, actually. I really couldn't tell you. Um, there are some Rex and Natalie scenes, um, uh, but I don't, I don't know what's coming. I'm trying to think where we are in the story, but I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know what's coming. Okay. I think it's All right. Possibly. It's gonna happen. Hopefully, cross your fingers. It may happen. Uh, we have a uh, quick caller from uh, Michigan. Three one three. You're on the line with Melissa. How are you? Hello. Uh oh, Michigan. You're not there with us. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I just have oh I can't remember my card. Oh now we we don't think you and John are having enough scenes. Are you gonna have any nice scenes some scenes together? Oh, we definitely have scenes together, yeah. I mean I, I um I think we have some really nice ones coming up. Um you know, and also you have to remember I think, you know, a little bit in the beginning when she first finds out that she's pregnant, I I think she might kind of want to avoid him a little bit just because she's she's not telling anyone the truth. So it's kind of like, I don't want to be around anybody because I might say something and I don't want to say anything, you know. And then when things come out, you know, you'll start to see more. There's lots of great scenes. And are there any love scenes? Um, as far as I know, I don't think so. I don't know, though. Um, mm. Not that I've seen. Okay. Well, you're really good. And it's, you guys are good together, and I don't think you're on enough together since you got together. I'm a new fan. I love Jared and Natalie, and I'm a new fan. And uh, I just don't think you guys are on enough together. Well, well, thank you. And uh, but it's a soap, and you know, there's you never know what's going to happen. There's always love scenes. There's always more to come. So even if it hadn't happened yet, doesn't mean it won't. You know what I mean? Okay. And I thought you and Jared were great, and I oh, wish you'd come back. <laughs> I I think you need Jared. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right. Well, thanks. All right. Take care. Do you see much of, of, of Natalie in, in Melissa Archer, or do you see any Melissa Archer in Natalie? What do you think? Besides the fact that you look alike. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like we're twins. Um, I know, right? Yeah, no. I think, I think that I, um, I think I sometimes put some of Melissa into Natalie, Um and, and and sometimes actually to a fault. There are times where I have to go, okay, this isn't Melissa. It's okay, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, you know. <laughs> but it's okay. Not you, Melissa. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think sometimes, sure. Um, but I think they're very different. I mean, they do. I think that Natalie's got a lot more, a lot more feistiness to her. Um, she can hold her own a lot more, I think. I think she's, she's, better on that end, um, but I don't know, it's weird, it's, I guess it's like, you know, sometimes it feels one and the same, but, you know, when it comes to, like, everyday life, I wouldn't know how to be Natalie without the words, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. The 27 also wants to, uh, wants to know, who do you think is Natalie's soulmate? Um, you know, that's an interesting question, um, but I, I don't know. I I don't I don't know. Um, I think that on a soap, it's really hard to have one soulmate. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. 
Um, I think that I think that each man that has been in her life has been equally important in very, very different ways. They've affected her in very, very different ways, and they've loved her, and she's loved them in very different ways. So it's not to say that one was better than the other, one is more so than the other, because, you know, even though Natalie is head over heels in love with John, it does not take away for how she was head over heels in love with Jared. It's just, it's just different. And um, I think that she gets something very satisfying from, from what she's in now, but in her relationships in the past, I think that they were, um, you know, they were always, uh, they, there was always something there as well. But the thing with John is that he's coming back. And mm. I, think that, I think that's something, he's a more constant in her life versus anyone else. And um, I think that's something very important. You know, I think that there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of history with John and Natalie, a lot. And, um, and there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of chemistry, and I think there's a lot of um, underlying things sometimes that aren't really said, and I think that's what makes it, there's just a very interesting dynamic between the two. So I, you know, I, but as far as soulmates, you know, I don't know, like you could so um, focused on one word, but I do, I do think there's something really special about John and Natalie, too. Basically, it's kind of like they can't get each other out of their skin. It's somehow, yeah. in some ways, shape or form, they always will come back to each other. Well, I think it's, yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like they're the kind of couple that it's like, you know what, if it doesn't work out today, it's because of the circumstance. But, it's you know, that, that there's always that possibility because I just kind of don't feel like they're ever going to lose those feelings. It's like, it's like you know, um, where you've seen characters that absolutely – are just so in love with one another, but there's always, like, something that can keep them apart at one point or another, but then they always find their way back to each other, and then they're like, ah, but this is bad, and then they go away again, and then they come back. Like, I, I yeah, Tata Blair, perfect example. Um, you know, I just think that there's a lot, I don't know, I just think that there's a lot with, with John and Natalie that's like that. That's, that's where I kind of compare it, you know. Um, they just can't seem to get rid of each other, even when they try. <laughs> even when they try. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, I, I, think think that's a, I think that's the funny thing about it. Like, if you recall, when John and Natalie um, kind of came back into each other's orbit again, it's not like they were trying to be around each other and trying to have these feelings, and, and you know, it was more like, whoa, what's happening? I, I haven't seen Like, really back up. Time. Like, wait a minute, back up. Wait a minute. What are we doing here? Hold on. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they, it's not like they purposely do it. It just happens. They can't help it. And I think that's, you know, I think that's really nice. I, I did see that. It was the airport. The airport. The, why can't I say airport? Uh, the yeah. airport scene. <laughs> it basically, it did look like that because you, they're just seeing each other and going like, wait a minute, what, what's happening here? What, what are we doing? Or do we right. want to go down this road again? Right. You know, so. But then they just, they decided to just go ahead and just go ahead with their feelings, just right into it. And honestly, I don't know why John hasn't said I love you yet. He did. <laughs> he did in the hospital. When he was, when, when Natalie thought he was dead um, and then found out that he wasn't dead and that the body that was wrapped up in bandages in the hospital was John, she went to see him, and that, that was the one and only time John said I love you. There you are, sweetie, 1300. There you are. 
And that was that, that. That was her question. Like, why can't why can't he say I love you? So there it is. There it is. He might say that he's never said it, but just so everyone recalls, go back to that day. <laughs> go back to that day. <laughs> it's on YouTube. I swear. I'm just telling you now. <laughs> um, but there's YouTube has everything. It's there. Please, please trust me on that. Okay. <laughs> great stuff coming up and I mean you know one of the things that's that's interesting too you know back to what we were talking about before as far as you know Natalie being in these awful situations and and not knowing which way to go and 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 trying to do the right thing but going about it in the wrong way it's you know the situation she's in now is is it's tough you know she's got Jess with the, the personality disorders but just being 17 and 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 being fragile who's also right. now pregnant and she doesn't want anything bad to happen to her sister, much less her sister and her sister's baby. Um, and and she's putting John and, and Jessica first. And in a way, it's it's very selfless, even if no one else will feel that way in the end. She's wanting to do what she thinks is better for the for the group, so to speak. You know, Jessica and Brody are happy. Why am I going to ruin that? Why am I going to screw up my sister's life? She's happy now, and I could possibly send her over the edge and, and lose her for good. And, right. Um, something bad happened to, to my niece or nephew and you know and then with John I just got him back he just lost a baby he just went through the torture how could I turn around and be like hey guess what I'm pregnant but it might not be yours <laughs> you know right. she do that to him and so and, and especially because in, in, in this point in time Natalie has no idea who the father is it's not like she knows and she's keeping a secret she has no idea there's no way to find out at this point so I think that's a very interesting point for her to get. And, you know, once she, once or if, I don't know how it's going to go, but if she finds out or when she finds out, you know, if she makes a decision at that point to tell, to not tell, whatever, I'm sure it'll be based off of something she thinks is best at that time, even if it's not the right thing to do. <laughs> if it's not the right thing to do, exactly. That's one of the key things about why this storyline, is how it's going to play out is going to be the most interesting because, again, so many parties are involved in it. So many people will be affected by it once it does come out. Because, again, as you just said, we don't know who the father is. We don't know who the baby's daddy. And none of these things have come to the forefront yet. So, and as soon as it does, imagine, imagine the consequences that's going to fall out from it. So I think that's one of the greatest things about the storyline is what's going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. We're going to look forward to watching it. And, again, as I told everybody else, you've got to watch One Life to Live this week because, from what I understand, it's hot this week. It's going to be good. That's all I can tell you. I can't tell you anymore, but that's what I heard, and I'm telling you now, it's going to be good. And he got it from a really good support. It's going to be good. Thank you so much again for coming here today. It was great having you. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. We'll we'll keep tweeting at you, too. Awesome. I'm getting better at it. it. <laughs> we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll assign a teacher to you. How's that? Awesome. And you can always reach me on Twitter at um at underscore Melissa Archer. Putting that in the room right now. All right. Thank you so much again. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thanks. I can't tell you. I can't tell you what's happening this week. I can't tell you. I I was sworn to secrecy. That's all I can tell you. I can't tell you anything. All I have to tell you right now is to watch the show. That's all I can tell you. 
So don't try to question me, because I won't tell you. I'm telling you now. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. My lips are sealed. But that's it for me today. I'm still... I, no, stop begging. Uh, <laughs> stop begging right now. Uh, I've had wrapping it up. For, I'm not mean. I love y'all. I love you. I'm never mean. I just want you to watch the show. That's all. That's all I want. I'm not even going to tell you what characters are involved. Can't even do that. Mm-mm. I'm just going to drink my Kool-Aid and just go... That's it. <laughs> but I want to thank you so much for coming into the show today. It was great having you here. And many, many, many thanks to Melissa Archer for stopping by uh, onto the show. And we have a doubleheader tomorrow with Lane Davies at 5 p.m. Eastern, Martha Byrne at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll work on it, okay? We'll work on it. If it happens with Michael Easton, it happens. So uh, cross your fingers for that. I might be tough, though, because I know he's press shy. Uh, so... If it, if, it, if it does work out, it works out. But again, like I said, he is kind of pressure, so it may not happen. But uh, like I said, it never hurts to try. So there it is right there. But, uh, yeah, we're back tomorrow, 5 p.m. with Lane Davies, 7 p.m. with Mark Byrne. And if you have any, 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 any questions that you want to ask me that has nothing to do with what's going on this week on One Life to Live, <laughs> You can always tweet at me at Buzzworthy Radio. And if you want to check out any of our past shows, you can log on to blogtalkradio.com slash buzzworthyradio or on buzzworthyradio.net. So you can definitely check out past shows there. You can also check out past shows on iTunes, since we are on iTunes. Um, so definitely check us out. We're everywhere. We're signing off now. And I want to thank you again for coming here to the show. I'm Navelle Zaley, making sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. And uh, thank you for calling me handsome radio radio show host. I I don't think I am, but uh, I I appreciate it when everybody else does it. So (laughs) uh, thank you so much again. We'll we'll see you guys tomorrow, hopefully. Stop on back. We'll be here. I hope you will be too. See you. Hey, this is Brandon Barras from General Hospital. You're listening to Buzzworthy Radio. I'm Jason Thompson from General Hospital. You are rocking it with Navelle on Buzzworthy Radio. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.